Hey friends, it's Emily and welcome to Daily Bible Things. If you're joining in this morning or at the end of your day, let's make space to engage with scripture. Go ahead and remove distractions and ask the Holy Spirit to help you notice and appreciate as you engage with scripture. Now let's take a deep breath and get started. I love Saturdays because we get to hang out and wrap up our week together, looking behind us at the last several days, looking ahead of us at the next several days. And as we have been in this season of Advent in December, approaching the first coming of Jesus, which is when he was born, which is what we celebrate with Christmas, we have talked about Isaiah the prophet, whose book is in the Old Testament of the Bible. And he actually prophesied what would happen with Jesus's coming as it is mentioned in Matthew. But I wanted to first talk about exciting Christmas things together because tomorrow is Christmas Eve, which is crazy. I can't believe we're already here. Then I wanted to talk about zooming out a little bit to look at scripture as a whole and what different parts of language are included in the Bible. It may make you feel a little bit like you're in an English or language arts class, but I think it's so important to understand what we're reading or what we're listening to, what we're looking at when we dive into scripture together. Isaiah, we've talked about, is a book of prophecy, but we're going to dive into nine, wait, let me count, eight, eight different parts of literature that are included in scripture. I recently read a book called Literarily, which I thought was a fun title because I like to say literally. But this book literarily breaks down the heart of God, the character of God, as it is shown through each part of literature throughout all of scripture. But before we dive into that, it's Christmas. It's so fun. We um, are, this is my first Christmas being married, which is exciting. And we are fitting in all the Christmas celebrations, doing Christmas with, well, we've already done Christmas with part of Jordan's family. We do Christmas a little bit early with my family and we will head to Center, Texas to spend time with the rest of Jordan's family on our way to Mississippi to spend a few days with my extended family on my mom's side. So all the people, all the things, all the excitement. And I do think with this Christmas time, Busy is a word. Busy is what's going on in all the stores. 
busy is what's happening on the roads. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Everyone is out and about, which I think it can get easy to, for me, that can be very overwhelming. But it also is kind of cool that everyone is out and about doing similar things at a similar time. I love feeling connected in that way, looking at all of the different things that we can be excited about, presents for each other, presents that people are getting people we don't know as we stand in line with them at stores, people getting ready to host family members and friends, which is also why we're all sitting in traffic together, woohoo. And Christmas is a time where we get to celebrate community and that we are all connected. We receive gifts from each other. We give gifts to each other. And we're reminded that God came as a gift for us to be with us. And what a huge sacrifice God made in giving us that gift, the gift of Jesus. Remember when you receive gifts this year that someone went through a lot of thinking, a lot of planning, a lot of shopping, a lot of wrapping, a lot of checking things off the list, making sure things stay organized. If you have multiple siblings, your parents are keeping things sorted and not getting presents mixed up. And that's pretty impressive. And they are putting all of that thought, energy, and excitement into gifts for you, which is so kind and so sweet. So be sure to remember that as you open gifts this year, as you celebrate Christmas with the people in your life. Just a little tidbit. Okay, now on to the different parts of literature found in scripture. I think I said parts of language earlier, but I meant parts of literature because you may have done this in an English or writing or reading or language arts class, but there are different types of literature. You may read poetry. You may read narrative fiction. You may read narrative nonfiction. You may read books of wisdom, or you may have heard that there are Chinese proverbs, just like there is the book of Proverbs in the Bible. So I'm going to quickly go through this list of eight things, eight types of literature, because I think it is fascinating to see that there are specific types of puzzle pieces that bring together a beautiful picture of God's love for the whole world through all of scripture. So what we see in the Old Testament is 
law, the books of law that tell the Israelites what God's laws are. You see Old Testament narrative. We are, we have talked about um, stories of Ruth and Naomi. There are different narratives. We look at the story of Moses, not just the law that Moses brings to the Israelites, but the story of who Moses is. There's also poetry when we look at the book of Psalms. There is wisdom literature, which you can also see in the book of Proverbs. There is There are multiple books of prophecy in the Old Testament. We've been talking about Isaiah. That's just one example. Then we get to the New Testament and we see the Gospels are the first four books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. Gospel just means good news. But when I say just, I mean that's simple, but it's a huge thing because the good news is the good news of Jesus coming down to earth, being born, which is why we celebrate Christmas. And then eventually, 33 years later, dying on the cross, defeating death, dying for our sins in our place, and raising from the dead to live eternally with God and to give us the opportunity to step into that relationship with God and also live forever in a relationship with God. Okay, sorry, I got excited about the good news, the gospels. Then there are epistles, which are the letters from the apostles of Jesus written to early Christians and churches. So think first and second Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians. Those books were written as letters to the church of Corinth, people of Ephesus, things like that. And then at the very end, we have the book of Revelation, which is considered apocalyptic scripture, which is wild. And it is included. It is a part of prophecy literature, but it is specific to, as some people call it, the end times. So as we look at all of those pieces, during Christmas, we typically focus on the Gospels because it's the good news of the arrival of Jesus and prophecy where we get to see like we've been looking at the book of Isaiah, God's promises ringing true through the life of Jesus hundreds of years after it is first shared. That's wild. Then we look at the gospels and most of the time, the story of Christmas is read out of the book of Luke, but there are different facets and different pieces of it in different books of the Gospels. And so when we get to zoom out and look at the different kinds of puzzle pieces that there are that make up this beautiful story that is shown through scripture, this beautiful picture of God's relationship with people 
it gives me a reason to pause for a second and say thank you to God. So we're going to pray together as we head into Christmas Eve tomorrow, Christmas Day on Monday. And so keep these things in your heart and on your mind as you work to notice and appreciate what's around you and what you see in scripture. You can even take a few minutes to journal about this and talk with God in prayer. Our guided journal linked in the show notes can help you do just that. I can't wait to hang out tomorrow. And don't forget, today needs you. Let's pray together. God, we thank you so much, not only that you sent Jesus down to earth for us to step in place of us who have messed up, who are not perfect, and you sent your perfect son, Jesus, to live among us and to die for our sins so that we can have a relationship with you. We also thank you for showing us this story through scripture, not only the birth of Jesus, but how you have moved in people and in the world for so long. We are grateful for that. We are grateful that we are included in the people you love and the people Jesus died for. We love you. Thank you for Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen.